this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Jay Allen Show. I hope everything is good and grand inside of your neck of the woods. Well, we have just survived Thanksgiving here in the U.S. of A. If you were hanging out doing the things, of course, that we do on this side of the world, well, hopefully you had some good times during that. So I have to tell you, I have reached out to my good old partner in crime, my colleague, my friend, Sheldon Primus. So as we speak as of today, there has been some ongoing things about some potential changes that will be going into place starting January the 4th. Now listen, because things change so frequently, we could be having this conversation and things change entirely since the recording of this to the time that this is actually being listened to. So as of this particular date, this is the conversation and where we're standing. Now, there has been some changes and some minor things going on, but Sheldon and I will have that discussion as we are talking about this. So we're going to talk a lot about what's going on inside the world of OSHA, what exactly Sheldon is doing, and what he is seeing changes within the different portions of OSHA that are applying to the U.S. of A. Now, keep in mind, too, that even as we're having these conversations, take a look at what's going on in your section of the world as well, because you never know what could happen next. Anyways, without much further ado, stealing straight from somebody else, let's go ahead and get that moving. And here's the conversation between Sheldon Primus and myself here on The Jay Allen Show. The Jay Allen Show is streaming now on safetyfm.live. I'm going to have to like use notes for this one because <laughs> OSHA's messing me up. <laughs> well, good. I mean, you're, you're going to have to tell us what's going on. That's for sure. See <sighs> <laughs> Let's see if I can, because they have been going crazy, cray cray, as you used to say. Well, I mean, here's my question, because as you know, the whole January the 4th thing occurred and everybody started talking about it. Then all of a sudden there was a lawsuit and then all of a sudden things have been put on hold for the time being. And I figured, hey, there's a man in a myth and a legend that I know that I probably should reach out to and have that conversation about. Yeah, when you're done, let them have uh, give them my number. <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, like I did not. Yeah. I kept on thinking, and I was like, "Listen, I know some people," and I was like, "The only person that I would default to to have this conversation with, even though I know all kinds of interesting people and strange people and all that." But I was like, "The best man for this whole thing is you," and you know that. Let's not shy away from it. I mean, we can't. We can <laughs> pretend that you're humble for a moment. No, I'm saying that. I'm just saying that. But no, seriously, it was just one of those things that I knew that you would understand this better than. Probably ninety nine point nine percent of the people that are out there. I figured, hey, let's, let's get in contact with Sheldon and figure this out. Yeah, and then uh, truly, I I am getting it. I'm grasping it as best as I can. And then when the Fifth Circuit Court did what they did to do the stay, and then again the Sixth Circuit Court uh, took over, and they um, uh, Sixth Circuit Court covers Tennessee, Kentucky, Michigan, Iowa, and like 28 judges are all on this thing, and they're truly trying to fight OSHA on this. And OSHA backed off. They just said, "All right, uh, right now we're going to back off on this thing." And we're going to wait until the courts work it out. So um, it is it is big, but they're still going to regulate. There's don't 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 think they're not going to regulate this thing. It's still happening. It just won't be the vaccine side. 
But here's the interesting part. I mean, as you probably have already heard on the news, um, the the current administration has said continue to proceed forward like this is not the thing that is going on in regards to the circuit courts and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, making yeah. the whole, making the whole reference of still treat it like it's going to move forward if you are a private business owner. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Do you think it's going to be? And I mean, of course. The, the problem that we've ran into the last couple of conversations that we've had, it's like, where's your crystal ball and tell me what the future is going to say. And I know it kind of puts you in a weird spot, but yeah. I think you'll be able to tell us based on what you've seen track record wise in regards of, Hey, this is something that you think it's going to happen or you don't think it's going to happen. Or what do you think? I mean, it's going to be a thought and then we're going to see where it's going to end up because I don't know what's going to be happening on January the 5th. I know we're talking about the 4th, but I don't know what's going to happen on the 5th. But if they're saying, please proceed forward as things are going already in full motion, that's probably not a, not the sign that some want. I'm just saying, and some might. So I don't know. Yeah. And I would tell everybody the same thing. I honestly think that they do need to proceed as if OSHA is going to do it, just so that you have your system, your system set up. Um, and then anybody in healthcare, you're already doing a, a version of this with subpart U in 1910. So the healthcare side's already doing it. Uh, so, well, the other people <laughs> now you gotta, uh, you, are you going to do it or not? So I would say still plan on it. However, it is going to go through some challenges. Um, this is when it gets political. So, and no one wants to hear this side and it is definitely going to get political because, uh, President, former President Trump appointed many of the judges that are going to be seeing this case. So therefore, uh, the judges that have been stacked in pretty much for, for the last six or f- uh, four years, at least, this is now when it's going to show up. Uh, so I could say if I was to grab the crystal ball and to, to say having to go through all these judges in the lower courts and then get into a Supreme court that is still stacked on, uh, on the side of conservatism, chances are this one may not go through. And it's because of the political reason behind it. If the courts were packed with, uh, with liberal judges, then, Oh yeah, we're there. <laughs> so um, I, I, I mean, there. I, I think it's interesting because we can have this conversation and even though we can skew, you know, skew that line the whole time in regards to talking about this is what it's going to look like, this is what it should be based on, you know, the safety standpoint, blah, 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 it's still going to turn political regardless. I mean, you and I currently reside in Florida, um, so we can say, okay, here's what's going on based on what the governor is saying and what you should do, shouldn't do, and so on. And that's a whole other conversation with itself. And I'm not bringing him up because I know how much of the love that you feel towards the guy. I'm not bringing it up for the sake of what's been going on. But I keep on looking at this and I just keep on asking myself, how is this going to, to, um, to go with some of these organizations that we'll say middle of the road safety programs, middle of the road of what's going on? Do you think that there's going to be a lot of struggle until there is a definitely detail of this, what needs to be done or not be done, where people are just going to be like, I don't care until it actually happens? And yes. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> uh, so here, let's start uh, back with uh, Governor DeSantis, DeSantis here in Florida. So uh, here's what uh, he's doing with the, the new state bill. So right now there's a state bill out there, and uh, this one is starting the process to get Florida out of the federal system into a state plan. So uh, though 
And, and I've heard some people say, oh, yeah, I love what he's doing. We're going to, yeah, OSHA's going to, you know, they're going to watch as we're going to get out of the federal system and into the state plan. But what they don't know is by ruling in the actual Occupational Health Act that states cannot be less stringent than federal OSHA. So therefore, <laughs> it's, it's a political ploy. Uh, he just wants to say exactly what you want them to hear. The man knows. He's a lawyer, right? I believe uh, he knows that states cannot have a less stringent plan than the federal OSHA. There's no way of doing that. I myself want a state OSHA plan. I have written every one of my, uh, every one of the people who were over me, meaning uh, state senators. And I wrote the, uh, at the time it was the governor, Rick Scott. And I sent letters to my legislators all asking for a state OSHA plan because I've been a city employee and a, uh, a government employee for Florida for a long time and they have no protection. So that is, I, I hope that this governor, that governor DeSantis gets this because it's going to actually protect more people. And he's doing a good thing by doing that. Look at that. I'm giving him some credit, but he's doing it for the wrong reason. And he doesn't know that. So I'm not going to tell him. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. So, <laughs> but, so, so let's take the other side here. So in regards yeah. to the, that the organizations that are already kind of middle of the road, what do you think this is going to look like for them going forward? Because that's going to be an interesting one as well. Yeah, so let's take this two ways. If it goes through and you have the emergency temporary standard for everyone else outside of Subpart U in 1910, which is medical facilities, medical, you still have to do the things that are given to in your emergency temporary standard because that's not being challenged. The one that's being challenged is the vaccine mandate. So everyone in medical will still have to do things regardless of this outcome. And that does include checking for vaccination status. That's part of the subpart U. But everyone else, especially small businesses that are at that 100 mark, I have heard all kinds of things. I heard someone that said they're going to split their business into two, 50-50 on their employees. Yeah, you could technically do that. And uh, I'm not telling you <laughs> to do it one way or the other, but I've heard it. And uh, then the other thing that's going to really, if this goes through, that means that now you're going to still be able to have workers that don't get vaccinated. You just have to give them weekly tests. The test will be from their pocket. If they just, if they want to be vaccinated, then now the vaccination is going to be free as the normal service would be. But then in this case, you now could give them time off if they have an adverse reaction or something similar to that. And OSHA has put that as a uh, as something that you don't have to report anymore. But if this does not go through, then what will happen is Federal OSHA will, will actually keep working at this in different ways. Uh, so they're not giving up. They're going to work at this in different ways. The thing that is the contention is uh, they need to prove grave danger in order to do this emergency temporary standard. And that's the, the contention right now. Why is there grave danger when all of a sudden there's technology popping up and even now there's even a pill that is possible to be in here for treating COVID. So the longer this goes and the more technology comes and fights against COVID, OSHA's standing is going to weaken and weaken and weaken and then they'll give up. But look until you, then... Look, look at you. You already kind of knew where I was at to go because that was the next thing I was going to ask you. How is this going to be affected by what Pfizer has just said right now in regards of the pill format that they've been talking about? And actually, they're going to open this up, um, their technology to the world for um, 
we'll say cheaper manufacturers that are in different portions of the world for them to be able to, pr- to produce it and be able mm-hmm. to do it. So do you think that that's going to also have another effect? I won't talk about ivermectin because I mean, we can talk about that. People, people get excited about that one. So we'll kind of leave, we'll leave that one off the table right now. But when you think about it and you, we start talking about this, what will the, will the pill play a factor into it? And I'm not talking about the pill when you and I were like teenagers, I'm talking about the pill that we're talking about with the Pfizer thing. And it will. Absolutely. So the reason why is because now if OSHA is trying to say we need to do an emergency temporary standard, uh, they're not going to have the actual backing because now that grave danger will be gone. If now you could say you could treat something with a pill, then what is that grave danger versus, you know, some other uh, thing that you could treat with a pill uh, to help you out? So at that point, OSHA's standing is going to just fade away. So truly... They're up against time. They're trying to make a big impact uh, for numbers sake. And uh, yes, numbers sake is going to help one political party, but then it's also fortifying another one that is going to fight it tooth and 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 nail. Uh, OSHA may lose as long as technology keeps, keeps going the way it is. But in the short term by January and that's short term uh, where OSHA will probably win for a little while. So they can't have uh, a stay that is going to be indefinite. So now from the Fifth Circuit Court going to the Sixth Circuit Court taking over, uh, the Sixth Circuit Court, uh, they're going to end up leading to the Supreme Court. If this is going the way it is, it's probably going to make it past January and then technology will catch up. (laughs) <laughs> so I said one big circle there, isn't it? <laughs> one big circle. Cause yeah. And that just means we're going to have to keep an eye on it. Uh, and the terminologies that we're looking for is OSHA needs to prove this action is going to protect these amount of people. And that is going to prove that they're protecting us from grave danger. If there's no grave danger, cause there's treatment, then OSHA has no rules for temporary uh, emergency temporary standard so they're going to switch they're not going to do a temporary standard they're just going to do an exposure control for infectious disease and it's already there in the regulatory agenda they're going to do a regular standard then they don't have to prove great danger anymore this is the jay allen show Do you have homeowner's insurance for a good reason? Because without it, a fire, flood, or burglary could destroy you financially. But there's another major crime your homeowner's policy doesn't cover. It's called home title fraud. The FBI calls title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes, and it can ruin you financially, which is why you need home title lock. Title fraud happens when a criminal forges your signature on documents stating you sold your home to him or her. Then he or she takes out a loan against your home and leaves you with the payments. You'll spend a fortune in legal fees trying to prove that you you didn't commit fraud. Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home title. The instant they detect anyone from a cyber thief to a renter to a relative trying to forge the way onto your home title, they'll shut it down just right there, right away. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And enter the code RADIO for 30 days free protection. That's the code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. 
And we are back on the Jay Allen Show on Safety FM. So how often should people be going to the OSHA website? I mean, realistically, based on what you're saying, because technology is going to catch up, things are going to change. I mean, this almost makes it sound like I should be looking at this thing religiously. Probably not a good choice of words, uh, but religiously <laughs> of actually being on that OSHA website just to see what's going on. What are you thinking here? Uh, the OSHA website's not going to help you as much as it would if you were to log or, or sign up to some sort of legal brief, if you will. Uh, there's plenty of people that do that kind of service. Uh, so if you know a lawyer that is... Uh, you, cannot, you cannot be the safety consultant and give me a vague answer like that. I mean, come on. <laughs> there is a... You have to give me, this is what our people need to know. I know. Well, here is the the, the best one for you then. Go ahead and set yourself up a nice little Google alert and have it say ETS, which is or whatever service you're using to to get you some sort of alert and message and some ping to your phone if they're still using that term. Uh, but you want to go ahead. That's old school, isn't it? It is. Can you hit up my pager, please? I'm kidding. That's right. Uh, and then what you want to do is you want to do OSHA, comma, ETS emergency temporary standard. And even if you want to do OSHA comma ETS comma COVID, then that's going to help you. So now when those terms come together in any format, you're going to get an alert and that's going to save you from going to OSHA all the time. That message is going to come to you. So as somebody was to set this up and all of a sudden you're starting to see the changes, what are you telling people? Because I know that you have, you had the class under the Trump administration, OSHA under the Trump administration. You're doing the stuff with under OSHA under the Biden administration. I know that this has to be a playing a factor into what you're doing day in and day out with the clients that you're interacting with. So what are you telling them? What are you, how are you telling them to set up? Actually, I'm telling them uh, for, for this one in particular, uh, this one is almost like a like a smoke and mirror thing. Uh, and when I say this one, I mean the vaccine and the, the policies and everything. We're all caught up with this one. Our eyes are just focused and transfixed on this. But we're actually looking like at the magician wanting you to see the one hand that has what is supposed to be the, the thing while they're going with the other hand and they're, they're doing something magical. Well, uh, let's just tell you what it is. Misdirection. That's what it's about. It here. Is misdirection. And the reason why I'm telling everybody that is your record keeping is going to be far worse of a factor than vaccination. If you're not doing OSHA record keeping right, OSHA will show up regardless. Uh, so they are now going, they changed their philosophy. OSHA used to look at fatalities and they used to look at fatalities and say, this industry has more fatalities. Let's do more regulation here. They stopped that philosophy. And now their philosophy is if you have given us your a 300 A log, which is your summary of injuries every year, and we've seen an increase for the last three years, we're going to come see you. So when everyone's all crazed about vaccine and COVID and everything else, OSHA is going to be increasing inspections for both people who do not report because they're going to be looking for people that don't do injury and illness reporting. And then they're also looking for people who are reporting fine and they're going to use them as control groups. So everyone's going to be inspected more because of record keeping. That's the true trick that's happening right now. So does this mean that there's going to be more people that are working for OSHA now? Because that has been been the thing for a long period of time where there has not been enough people that are actually working for OSHA to even really go take a look at what's going on around in different organizations. 
Uh, yeah, OSHA's actually hiring like mad, and they're hiring people who are not qualified yet, but they're going to train them. So that means you will get inspectors in certain areas that won't know as much about safety and even OSHA as you do, uh, because OSHA is hiring people at such a great pace because uh, people left. Last four years, a lot of people in the administration felt like they don't have anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> and they just left or they got poached by some of the people who are willing to pay for someone who's ex-OSHA. So uh, OSHA is hiring. And if you're doing one of these, let's say someone got injured, you need to call OSHA because uh, you had one hospitalization. The compliance officer, the officer that's going to come and do those things are probably going to be within four years or less on OSHA's job. Wow. In, let's take the whole aspect out of that. There was going to be people that are there. They're not going to know as much as you do, meaning you were saying in general, have you given any thought of actually being someone who works for OSHA or even trains the people at OSHA on what to look for? Seriously, it's a serious yeah. question. And I'm not trying to be a jackass asking you that. I'm just something yeah. that you, I mean, because you have a level of expertise in this. Yeah, and uh, and that's you know something that my business partner Kevin actually did. <laughs> and he was training people for OSHA, and uh, for me and myself, uh, they they do hire outsiders, and they will bring you in, and they'll they'll pay you whatever your 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 salary would be or whatever your quote would be. So uh, that's not uh, that's something that yeah, I would do if they're interested. But however, uh, they do. They do have systems for that, so they may not circumvent their system to get an outsider yet. Uh, it depends on depends on how good these first set of compliance officers do in 2022 when they're released. Well, now that I think about it, you know a person and I know a person that used to be an OSHA officer that I'm sure that she could make a call and help you out if you really wanted to go down. Yeah, path. she you know is exactly awesome you, too, you isn't know she? Exactly what I'm talking about. She's a fantastic yeah. person, so. Yes, she is. Probably got her hands full with, with that area. That area's got a lot of stuff happening right now. <laughs> so what are, what are you doing next? What's coming up next with everything going on with this, the things that you're seeing change in OSHA? Uh, are, we, are we addressing to the general public what you're in the midst of doing, or is that something that's off off the rule set. I'm not sure. I don't want to mention it if you were telling me, uh-uh, that's a no-go. <laughs> no, right now I'm trying to, um, I'm working on 2022. My intention is to have a few events and I want to plan the events towards the OSHA compliance calendar. So number one in the first quarter is going to be record keeping and really record keeping for anyone listening. If you do not know how to do your OSHA recordables, you have to learn. It's not, it's not, you should learn. No, no, we're not going to shit on you this right now. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> this don't, don't shit on yourself. Oh. You, you must do it. You must do it. Go ahead and go and take a OSHA record keeping or else you're going to find yourself in a position you don't want to be in. And that's the thing I'm going to focus on right now. There's so many people thinking they're record keeping experts and they're garbage, straight up poo poo. <laughs> well, I, I have to tell you that class has to be OSHA. Don't shit on yourself because I think that that is a, a great <laughs> name. It's definitely catchy. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's going to have to rewind that. And no, I said S-H-O-U-D-L-D. I said that same thing too, but I get it. For some reason, everybody always thinks that I'm saying the naughty words when I'm not. So I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> I mean, at least on this show, that's not something that we do. I mean, if I need to do it, I would normally just do it in the fashion of...
and it just simplifies life altogether. So, <laughs> Oh, that's great. So are you tell are so are you telling people of your of your thing of you, the big thing in your life or no? Uh yeah, the big thing in my life is, you know, I'm back traveling. I'm back on the road. I'm I'm going back on the road for uh well, it's been three years since my wife and I have been stationary taking care of family, and now we're gonna go back and we're we're hitting the road and to road to us is full-time RVing. So we're going to go time from place to place. And my idea is I actually want to take training to where I go. And uh, we were trying to find out-of-place areas and train people who may not have a hub to go to. So I'm going to find a hub, usually like a library or something, and train them there uh, and get them ready there. Well, that's and exactly what I want else to online. That's what I wanted to ask if that's exactly part of the plan. It's actually bringing the, the Sheldon Primus Roadshow out there for people. You don't they don't have to come to you. You get to go to them um, in yeah. regards to them being able to do the training. I mean, I will tell you that that was something that you and I had discussed previously about going out there and doing it. There was a small, you know, the small pandemic thing that occurred, which I understand. Just a little. Limited. But I mean, with you being full time on the road, what do you what are you thinking? Are you talking once a month, once a quarter? What's coming to mind as you're thinking about this? Uh, schedule wise, it'll be quarterly is what my, my goal will be. And first quarter, again, we're going to do record keeping and I am going to double down on my safety consulting help because there's so many people getting into business and they all keep telling me, why are you helping people that are going to be your competitors? I know there's big room for everybody. So I'm going to truly uh, second quarter, we're going to work on helping people get into safety consulting. And I'm going to do that safety one-on-one that I did last a uh, couple months ago. It really went well as far as uh, responses from people. So I'm going to do it again because so, well, there's a lot of people thinking either I got laid off or I could do this better and I want to get back in the field. So I'm going to uh, do that as well. And generally I'm looking to help people and in the best way and easiest way possible. And the other thing is the safety consultant TV. So once they get there, then they could stay in their own home and click the nice little button and <laughs> and the uh, remote and watch training as well as fun stuff. So that's that's the the agenda for 2022. So you already know the next question. If people want to find out more information, where can they go to find out more? Sheldonprimus.com and safetyconsultant.tv. If you're going to do the safety consultant TV, it's not just for consultants. It's also for those people that are into compliance issues as well, because I even have playlists for OSHA compliance. And while you're there, put in the code SC101 and you get a free month. Uh, so you could kick the tires, uh, get to download some of the templates that I have for your safety programs and everything else there. So that's how you would reach me. You are such a nice guy. Well, Sheldon, you know, uh, you always have a secondary home on my show at any point you want to pop in. Oh, uh, you are dumb, man. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome, bud. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Want more of the Jay Allen Show? Go to safetyfm.com.